0: To the impact of repaired, crucial highways had on Coromandel Peninsula business over the summer. State Highway 25 between Kōpō and Hikawai is a vital gateway to the many towns of the Coromandel District and it was rendered impassable from last year's January storm events. Business was disrupted and residents returning home from outside the area, as well as holidaymakers, had to take a lengthy detour between January and December last year while the repairs were effected. Just before Christmas, ahead of time actually, Waka Kotahi opened the new 124 metre Taparahi Bridge, reconnecting the Coromandel. To discuss what a game changer this has been, Thames Coromandel District Mayor Len Salt. Good morning, Len. Uh,
1: To Marie A. Catherine. Good morning, Marie. Good morning. And also
0: to Marie, Tairua Business Association member uh, Marie Smith, who owns Get It On Boutique. Uh, Great to have you with us. I hope it's been a sunny
2: Waitangi weekend, has it, Marie? It's been uh, just outstanding, um, exhilarating, and exhausting, <laughs> and to, just to put it politely. Have you been flat stick? <laughs> Absolutely, didn't get to close my doors until 6.30 Saturday night and it just continued um, all weekend. It was fabulous.
0: Well, with a brilliant business title like that, I'm not surprised. <laughs> the creativity <laughs> of entrepreneurs never faces, um, ceases to amaze me. Uh, look, Len, let's just come back to the difference this road has made. There's been a lot of kudos issued over uh, the speed with which this bridge and the res- restoration of this road has happened. I think they were actually a bit ahead of time, weren't they?
1: Yeah, three months ahead of schedule, uh, Catherine, which was fantastic, and, you know, around $7 million uh, under budget, which was great. Um, there was a, a number of factors that came together and lined up to get that bridge opened early, and um, one of them, was is probably a, not a, a well-kept secret, is that we managed to steal some, some waka kota. He managed to steal some... Uh, Precast steel girders from a Tauranga job, which was uh, they weren't needing them, so they said, "Right, we'll be having those, thank you." Um, they used the same footprint. Uh, there was a huge amount of uh, cooperation from our local iwi, uh, our council working closely with Waka Kotahi, and they got the job done. But look, what something I, I think is worth pointing out, and not a lot of people know. Uh, While they had that road closed, they spent another $30 million on improvements to the rest of the road to make sure that it would be in really good shape um, for future weather events. So good result all round.
0: So it wasn't just a quick fix or anything like that. You're really pleased with the outcome
1: totally thrilled and everybody who's been over it comes comes away smiling and saying boy they've done a good job on that and you can really see the difference
0: look it's great that it was just before Christmas but I guess people make their plans ahead don't they uh, particularly that influx mm-hmm. of Aucklanders that you tend to get uh, in this beautiful part of the country what, what was that sort of Christmas New Year uh, January season like when it came to the influx land did it look like normal or something short of normal
1: uh, yeah, so we're just starting to get, um, we're still waiting on the final figures, but certainly um, when you get out and talk to business people out there and you, and you see the visitors, uh, the place was pumping. So we're looking at between 25th of December and 5th of January, around between two hundred and fifty three hundred thousand 300,000 people were on the Coromandel. So we're starting to get initial rough figures. Um, December cell phone usage, which is, you know, a, a a measure of the number of people that are in the peninsula uh, was up two hundred percent all the accommodation providers reported maximum occupancy but look the the best indicator is the smiles on the faces of the business people who'd had it tough really for three almost four years they'd really had it tough and and I'd kept in touch with Marie all the way through this and said, Mate how are you going and and uh, this time last year, um, she was she was not a happy camper, and uh, to see Marie so busy now and smiling, along with the rest of the the Tairua business people, Tairua, Pawanui, Fitiunga, those are the Whangamata, those are the businesses that got hit the hardest, and um, they're they're smiling now, which is really good to see.
0: Well, let's bring in Marie. Uh... We've seen so many stories, we've had glimpses uh, through various people's stories of just what they've been through. I remember one particular four square, Marie, you'll be able to help me pass possibly where with where it is in the district, and literally just down to a handful of people coming through, because just completely isolated. Um, can you give us an idea of just how extreme the experience has been?
2: Well, you only have to look at some of the businesses that are no longer um here and other towns in the Coromandel. Um, how can I put this? Basically, if, if that road hadn't opened um, this side of Christmas uh, 2023, you'd be seeing a lot more empty businesses. So the impact was huge. We had to come up with some more creative ideas to get our, for instance, from Get It On um, to get out into community. Um, online business was up a little. But really, it was just sticking together and trying to support each other in town and just say, hey, hang in there. You know, we're going to get through this. If we could get through COVID lockdown, we can get through this. So um, personally, I'm exhilarated. I've employed more staff. Uh, We're open seven days. And that's a reflection on exactly what's going on. Tell me more
0: about the business.
2: Well, you come to Tauru to get it on and get it on. Um, I'm a clothing um, boutique and primarily like to support New Zealand designed and made. So again, supporting local um, artisans, jewellery, New Zealand labels such as Fabulous Bitter Moon, um, Anna Street and Augustine. So I'm a little boutique um, where we have the radio playing the tunes from CFM and you come in and have a good time. So that's a bit about get it on. Yeah, C93
0: apart from 9 to noon, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh,
0: <laughs> uh, that's why like you're ours. We, we forget. You can listen by podcast. That's fine. Um, Please. <laughs> just to give you an idea of, or give people an idea of, of what people have had to go through and the resilience. Um, I know that's a double-edged word sometimes for people, but the endurance, I suppose, that, that the businesses have shown. I think you opened just before COVID, didn't you? And um, Yes, I did. <laughs> And so, you know, you get through that. Everyone's going through that. At least that was a shared pain, right? And we all knew it would end some, some time. Um, but to come off the back of that and what? Just start to pick up business again and and then have this weather. You, you must have thought twice about keeping going. Many of you, Marie, keeping going, the business.
2: Absolutely. Um, like this time last year, I've just been looking at photos on Facebook. You know, the weather gods were not kind. Um. I really had to make some decisions, um, like a lot of other businesses. And at the end of the day, I said, well, I'm in Tyrua, I'm staying in Tyrua, so let's just try and make it happen. My suppliers were very supportive, um, which helps. Uh, landlords were very supportive to most people around town. And, um, of course, the likes of Radio NZ and other um, media really did help um, promoting the fact that, hey, we haven't disappeared off the face of the earth, we will be back. So support us when you
0: can, yeah. You were inventive as always. Um, a, a, again, we saw this during COVID, the so-called pivot, the innovation that businesses quickly made. But you were in a reverse situation really, weren't you, you where you you had a, a kind of a, a, a limited pool coming through. So you really worked those uh, locals. What kind of events would you have to try and bring people through the store and get them browsing and, and remind them that, you know, that the businesses were there. What what sort of events?
2: Well, girls' nights in, girls' days in. Um my fabulous husband got his best shirt on and served a glass of bubbles while you came shopping. Um, hens parties that were um heading to maybe the lost spring to celebrate prior to the wedding would call in and shop. The local um fishing club had a group of thirty-two women there. Looking for something to do one weekend, so we opened up for a couple of hours from 8.30 to 10.30 and served them a glass of bubbles, and of course they shot. Um, The recently formed Tyro Business Association is definitely an avenue for all the businesses to um, expand, and we're creating events all the time. We've got the fabulous Eve at uh, Tyro Information Centre, who would keep us posted on anything that was happening in the district, and we just join in, just support each other.
0: How did you know when things had turned? As I said, that the, the road opening just before Christmas, a wonderful boost, but many tourists in particular or many uh, holiday makers or batch owners may already have made their plans. When did you feel, in your bones or perhaps in the till, that things had turned?
2: Well, to be honest, we haven't seen a lot of those tourists back. They made alternative plans thinking the road wasn't going to be open. Um, batch owners, uh, families that would normally come and stay here had made alternative plans. So to be honest, it's only in the last couple of weeks yeah. I've seen a real um, influx. And we're seeing a second influx now that school's gone back and the likes of myself will actually take a few days to go on holiday. So I would say really from mid-January for me right. um, when I've seen the influx. But we are missing, we are missing the tourists in one of the biggest attractions which I hear from everybody that comes yep. into the stores. well, we came to go to Cathedral Cove, yeah, and it's not open. And that remains so, an
0: absolute sore point, I know. Um, yes. Okay. Yep. But in terms of your regular batch owners or, or more local tourists, that sort of Waitangi weekend, you've got ads weekend massive. coming up, you've got Easter coming up, this is all going to matter to the businesses?
2: Absolutely, because as although it's been booming, Christmas, New Year, we had a lot to make up for for the last 10 months. So, yes, we've got smiling faces, we've seen lots of people in town, but we've just got to remember from a business point of view, we're basically making up for last year. So, um, yeah, bring it on, keep coming in, guys, because we need you to support the town.
0: Thank you, Marie. Lynn, the other thing we've heard from several, um, several uh, areas where... Um, that hospo and tourist market is an important component of the economy, is that the people might be coming, but they ain't spending. And this comes back to interest rates and everyone sort of having to just clip their wings a bit at the moment. I, I'm sure that's impacted Coromandel as well, but, but what else are you seeing? What else is changing in the local economy with that road now open? I mean, just getting goods in and out, for example, or people mm. being able to live there and may, maybe commute to work. Um all of that stuff got shut down for a year. What, what else is yeah, changing?
1: Yeah. And it's look, it's hard to to um, overstate the impact that that had. And but one of the things that has happened as a result of the extreme storm events of last year is the fact that um, it's opened up new opportunities. It's opened up um, pathways for us to to look long term. And, and in my job. You know, myself and my councillors, we have an absolute responsibility to look to the future. And the thing that became really clear is that security of access, security of people being able to get to and from the Coromandel and to be able to get to their places of business and to do business and to access their homes and their their um, hospitals and um, everything that they needed to, to keep work and business and life going, um, was absolutely critical. So, we've now put in place um, a whole series of uh, roading resilience programs. And this is something that um, this work be ongoing over the next six, 10, 15 years. And it's really exciting stuff, but we're a long way from being where we need to be in terms of our roading network. So, for Marie to know that in the future and all the other businesses, aquaculture, forestry, tourism, hospitality, to know that in the future they have security of access, security of being able to invest. We've got to have that ongoing investment in our roading network, and we're a long way from it. So, yes, we've got 25A opened again, which is fantastic, but we've got a lot of work to do and a lot of work ahead of us. And um, that, that is ongoing now.
0: Thank you. That is Lynn Saltz, who is... Uh, the local mayor there in Thames Coromandel District. It was speaking also with Marie Smith, business owner in Tairua and head of its business association. She owns Get It On Boutique in Tairua.